Welcome to this episode of the Mind of the Escapist podcast. This is a podcast centered around film, video games, television, anime, and more. I'm your host, Terrell, and in this episode, I'm going to be talking about HBO's new show based on the hit video game series, The Last of Us. Now, I've literally just finished watching episode two of The Last of Us. This episode was called Infected, and straight away, right from the beginning, you have yet another cold open, just like the first episode. That is really, really engaging. It is a foreboding look at past events um, prior to the virus hitting. And I thought what they did here was really interesting because we know more, if you've played the games, you know more about what went on, especially if you've played The Last of Us Part Two, because that goes into more detail about what happened at the beginning of this kind of pandemic and virus spread. But when playing the original game for the first time, if my memory serves me correct, it doesn't really go into those type of details not this early on in the story at the very least, but even when you reach the end of the game, you don't really get solidified answers on a lot of things. Whereas this cold open is immediately providing details to pique your interest into what happened at the start of this outbreak. And I think the scene in the way that it's handled is a very suspenseful scene, but it's really well paced and well acted. And once again, like the opening of the first episode, it just has this foreboding sense of dread about it. And when certain elements of it are revealed, um, or certain elements of the scene is revealed as it goes along it just amps up the intensity of the situation now one of the major changes they made from the video game compared to the show is that in the video game the virus is transmitted mainly through spores that kind of infect the air and that's how it kind of gets uh, tr transmitted between people as well as being infected from the you know the infected biting of course in this show they've done it a little different and they have like this kind of hive mind uh, aspect to these tendrils that attach themselves and grow within within the, the host and they kind of operate a, like a hive mind but the visual of those tendrils I actually find quite disturbing and quite unsettling is because it's the idea of uh, having a living moving fungi organism growing within within inside you and the way that they showcase it when it kind of reveals itself coming through the mouth of the victim and the way the tendrils move i actually think it's quite uncomfortable to look at so i think that is an example there of something that they've changed for the show that i think is already proving to be quite effective the opening of this episode also makes me curious as to whether this is going to be a continuing structure through each episode whether each episode of the show is going to start with a cold open before the credits begin showcasing something from the past prior to the outbreak occurring i wonder if we're going to get little snippets of the year 2003 in this world at the beginning of each episode before it then moves forward back into 2023 to show us the present day in this world um, if they do keep that up i think it's going to be quite an interesting plot uh, structural element for the plot um, and I'd be happy to see it continue especially if it maintains this particular tone that it has where the main present timeline is definitely tense and has its tense moments but the level of just uh, fear that is generated within these opening sequences because we know what the outcome is and seeing these characters start to understand the the inevitable 
kind of doom that is placed upon them when they start to learn certain details back in 2003. I think that's a very effective way of just showcasing the the weight, the dramatic weight and danger of the entire situation as is happening. But after those credits roll, it picks back up with Ellie, Joel and Tess um, as they're on their mission. And what I got to say is in this scene alone, I'm warming up to Bella Ramsey's performance as Ellie very quickly. I'm continuing to enjoy it. And I think she's very good with the humor, which feels natural to how an unruly teenager would behave, especially with the attitude. Um, but there's also brief moments within her performance in this episode in particular, where she does display the naivety of a young adult and puts herself in situations that not necessarily dangerous situations, but kind of loses track of the severity of the situation she's in and maybe wanders off and gets, you know, drawn in by something like a piano, for example, in this episode, which then leads to her discovering a particular thing um, unsuspectingly. But it's that type of aspect there that kind of does remind you, oh, yeah, she is just a kid. And I think Bella Ramsey strikes that balance of the kind of young adult and kind of kid like aspects of Ellie. Um, and I do like the portrayal so far. And Pedro Pascal as Joel is proving to be great casting. Um, I don't think anyone really doubted his him in that role, um, but he he's doing a lot without saying much um, in this episode in particular, and it's it is it is some good work, um, and you can see the foundations of his relationship with Ellie starting to form, and I think that's very good. And the actress who plays Tess, I don't actually know what her name is, but she was very good in this episode as well. If I do have one criticism for the episode. Um, it's kind of a nitpick because it's not the end of the world in my opinion, but the visual effects in some, for the most part, the visual effects look amazing actually, especially like the makeup and what I believe to be practical effects on certain, um, certain infected that we see, but the backdrops, some of the visual effects when it comes to the backgrounds were very noticeable. I think it's mainly within the wider shots of the characters against these massive scenic backdrops. It was just very noticeable. You know, when you get that type of green screen effect but it's not what the issue is within the green screen effect I think is just the lighting and the way that the characters are lit against this digital background which just makes them stand out completely so when they're traversing through the town and across like these bridges for example some of those background shots just don't look real um, and it kind of breaks the immersion of the sequence and the realism of the world that they inhabit when those scenes are so noticeable but the main moment of this episode i mean there's a few key moments within the episode especially character wise and i thought those were done nicely but the main uh, event of this episode if you will is the introduction of the clickers in live action and it was a great scene and it was well directed and interestingly enough neil Druckmann directed this episode which i find very interesting because neil Druckmann was one of the creators of the last of us he wrote it um he was one of the writers of the last of us game and it must be pretty interesting for him as a creator to direct the episode that introduces one of the iconic elements of your story. And that might be why he wanted to take over this episode, because he wanted to be the one to kind of introduce them. Um, but I thought he handled the direction of the episode really well um, in general. But with this clicker sequence in particular, I thought he handled that very well. It's another tense sequence with um, very atmospheric and almost ear-piercing sound design, which I think might be the most effective part of it, is because 
of course, if you're unaware with the clickers, they can't see you, but they can hear you. So you've got to be quiet. So there isn't actually a lot of sound going on from the characters within this sequence because they're trying to be quiet. But then they kind of emphasize every little sound feels a bit louder and a bit more sudden when you do hear a sound, whether it's them stepping on a piece of glass and it making a noise, you know, anything like that. It jolts you even more because the sound mix was just done very well to kind of heighten the suspense within the sequence. And then when it gets to the clickers themselves, in my opinion, the sound of the clickers is basically iconic at this point. And they nailed it within this show. And it was so satisfying as a fan of the series and someone who's familiar with this series to see the clickers translated to live action like this. Because when I think about the the pantheon of horror stories in live action with zombies or zombie-like creatures, the clickers can easily stand tall next to some of the most iconic kind of depictions of zombies, if you will. And I think it's quite a big deal to see that translated into live action for the first time. And I'm glad that it was done so well. There are certain story elements to this episode um, that I thought um, were pretty pretty good um, in, from a drama standpoint. And I think by the end of this episode, you'll feel like you're off to the races. Like the story's really about to kick into flow now. And interestingly enough, this show seems to be testing my memory of the original game because there's a lot of significant character things that happen here in this episode which I couldn't remember whatsoever so for me it almost felt like in terms of the emotional beats of the episode and the character moments it felt to me like I was watching it or experiencing it for the first time when I played the game twice the original game Um, but I just couldn't remember so yeah certain things that happened in this episode I then searched up about it afterwards and they do happen you know very similar in similar ways um, to the game but I just couldn't remember it so I think that is going to be a very interesting point and I mentioned that in my previous review of episode one I think it's going to be an interesting thing for me watching this show because I have experienced the game multiple times but my memory of it's just not that great so certain elements of the story will feel fresh to me um, whereas for someone that's more familiar with the game story or played it more recently they're going to know it more um, and expect these scenes to play out a certain way more than I will personally. But I thought overall it was a great episode. Um, I think it's still continuing to show the promise that this show has. And I think the production values of it, you know, aside from a few wonky visual effects shots, are still very great. I think it's capturing the aesthetic of the show and the game, sorry, the game, um, and translating it to the show very well. And I think that opening sequence... And if they continue to do opening sequences like that, which are set prior to the outbreak, I think that in itself could probably justify the existence of this show in itself because of the way that they're telling the story and feeding out information about what happened prior in ways that we never got with that original game. And even with the knowledge that we have from the second game, I feel like they're still going to give us details that we don't know yet as fans of the game and and for people that are familiar with the game. So I think in a broader sense, that will kind of flesh out the overall story and enhance the story of even the games that extra bit more which I think is always a good thing and that will kind of make the the show itself have even more purpose than just adapting the game like for like but those are my thoughts this is a very short episode but those are my thoughts on episode two of the last of us tv show um I'll be back next week 
with with the third episode talking about that but um as for what's coming in between then just want to let you know that dead space remake is coming out this week very excited for that dead space is one of my favorite games of all time and i've been playing through the original ps3 version and i am going to review that ps3 version before i review the ps5 version and i also have a review of the callisto protocol that should be coming soon as well um but yeah thank you for listening to this podcast follow if you haven't already and hit the bell notification icon so you don't miss any future episodes and i'll catch you guys very soon